0: This is Together 24-7, episode 58. So before we start the episode, Catherine, I wanted to talk to our listeners about what we do that we're together 24-7. People ask us all the time, how are you together 24-7? What do you do?
1: What do we do that doesn't cause me to kill you?
0: And me to kill you.
1: Uh, Not so much that. But seriously, folks, we coach and we help people who want to – couples who want to be together 24-7, who want to create a business with each other because we've been doing it successfully since 2003. And we, we work with you to create a plan. And to come up with rules in your business. To have a division of labor to figure out who does what and where your strengths and weaknesses are.
0: And really important, we teach you how to not to push each other's buttons.
1: So if you'd like to utilize our services, if you're thinking about going into business with your spouse or significant other, if you're exploring what businesses to do, or if you're in business with each other and you need to get to that next level and some personal stuff is getting in the way, let's sit down with you. We do a free consultation and then we can figure out whether or not our services are right for you. So Go to the website or give us a call at 602-399-7430.
0: Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome to Together Twenty Four Seven. This is—we're getting up there in episode numbers, aren't we, Cat?
1: Are you sure you can talk today? I am not. I am just You That not bad to bad doing bad. really good with that. No. Yes. Yeah, so we're at episode fifty-eight. That's cool. Um, you know, when we get to episode two billion three million four hundred, like the other people out there. Um, we you can know, have a party. We can have a party then, not yet.
0: <laughs> so well, let's see. I'm Barry Cohen, your co host.
1: I'm Catherine Cohen, your co host.
0: Welcome, Catherine. Welcome, Barry. It's wonderful to see you today.
1: All day, flipping, except for the hour that I was out this morning, all day.
0: I can't believe you left me for an hour.
1: Whatever. Today, our guests are Diane and Alan Collins. Um, they are from Quantum oh. Think. The name of the company is Quantum Think, and they are Quantum Think registered trademark. Coaches and they do quantum thing coaching and consulting. They've been doing this together in business for twenty two years. They are married for twenty six. They're together for twenty eight years altogether. So they're together a good long time. God bless them. God bless them. And neither one of them sounded dead when we did the pre interview. No, they stuff. sounded happy. Still, they still sounded happy. Yeah, nobody sounded like there was any injuries. Uh, no kids. Do you guys? Ha- do you guys have any? <laughs> You know, for our listeners out there that have kids, they're not going to like us anymore. Do
2: you guys have any pets or anything like that? We, well, we had, it wasn't a pet, but we did have a part ownership and a champion racehorse. Those are not pets. You, you, no,
1: you no can't. those those
0: are money <laughs> Yeah,
2: you
1: can't you can't feed them table scraps like I do to well,
0: the cats.
2: i had a very big soul connection with Mambo Meister, and unfortunately, he had to be put down. But mm. now we don't have any? Do we have any pets? No. We have plants. You have plants. We have orchids and plants, and I I choose I select them, and Alan is the gardener. Do, you, the do
0: you talk to them and feed them table scraps?
2: We do talk to them.
1: <laughs> no table scraps. Okay, so, no, they talk to
2: me and because that's what happens is that they'll talk to me and I'll say, Mama Tree, because he does cuttings and he does this beautiful Ming Aurelia tree. And I'll say, Alan, uh, Mama Tree is telling me you're overwatering her. And she says, how do you know? I said, she speaks to me. So we do have that.
1: Well, that's good. That's good. So you guys have been married a, a good long time and uh, you created Quantum Think and you do, as I said, coaching and consulting. Now I'm repeating myself. Now I'm just as bad now, as bad. Now, Yeah,
0: you're sounding like me now.
1: I know, I know. You guys are over in Florida. You are at the clear opposite end of the earth, well, at the United States anyway than we are. Sunny Isles Beach, Florida. You work from home, which is always fun. You like tennis. You're tennis fans. I like your daily practice. And uh, and and we just uh, released a show today about um Morning rituals, routines, routines, and your daily practice is reading, reading spiritual teachings after breakfast. You read them aloud to each other and you've done this for the last 26 years. That is, that is pretty impressive. Even on vacation. Even on, Even vacation. on vacation,
2: we yeah. always we call it the lesson because in the beginning, we, we used to get these meditation lessons mailed to us. It was called the lesson. So then but then what we branch out, we mm-hmm. read all different uh, wisdom traditions. We have some that we like the best from probably Vedanta, the Indian tradition. Uh, and we. But we, uh, you know, we like all, <laughs> all faiths, all philosophies that are of the truth and of uh, spiritual connection. But it's very important for us because that tunes us in for the day. Uh, we, w- we work at home uh, together, as you know, but we work in separate rooms. So it tunes us in as individuals. It tunes us in together. And even if we're in what I call our morning debate (laughs) over breakfast uh, that, you know, we can, we can, even if it gets heated, we can go, okay, let's do the lesson. And it just brings us right together. It's beautiful.
1: It's a good way to center yourselves. Yeah. That's so sweet. That's really nice. You underwrite the Distinguished Speaker Series at, at the Florida International University's program in the study of spirituality. Uh, you're living in a fun place it sounds like it's a resort town you like going out you like hanging out going for walks things like that it's a diverse town you guys sound like a diverse couple which we'll get into a little bit more but it it sounds like like the perfect place for you guys to live
3: we love it 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 is in fact actually we live in a resort as well as a resort town we live in a place that um It's like a hotel, really. We have all kinds of amenities. We're right on the beach. uh, There's and the beach has a
2: spa, gym.
3: It it has a spa. It has a gym. It has restaurants. They will serve food to your apartment. Um, You know, it has everything that you could possibly wish for. Tennis courts, tennis courts, and (laughs) boats. You know, it has marinas. It's just a beautiful place. So we like. We feel like we're living in a resort. And it's also many different cultures. It's, you know, we have a lot of South Americans here, a lot of Europeans, um, many, many different cultures in and out of of the area that we live. So it it is like being on vacation all the time. Sounds sounds so so boring. Yeah, right.
1: It's (laughs) terrible. It's absolutely terrible. (laughs) I like how the two of you met. Um, It was a transformational seminar where, Diane, you were about to unregister from the seminar. And Alan was there to talk you back into it. Did you go to the seminar? Was Alan a sleazy salesperson? And where did it go from there? <laughs>
2: well, he wasn't. But, you know, the interesting thing is the name of the seminar was Commitment. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in there thinking, well, do I really want to be in here? Blah, blah, blah. And they and they did an announcement for the Hunger Project, the Global Hunger Project, which was the first time I heard of it. So, But Alan was assisting that that particular seminar leader and I walked out of the room. They give you a chance to leave and get your money back. And I walked out and the very first words I said to Alan was, sign me up, hi, sign me up for the hunger project, but take me out of the out of the seminar. And he said to me something that I thought was absolutely brilliant. He said, Well why didn't you know you want to be here? And I went into my nya, nya. <laughs> I don't feel like it. I don't like it. I don't feel like dr-. he said, something got you registered. Paid your money, got dressed, drove down here and put you in the room. He said, pay attention to that part. So that was really, I thought, brilliant. And we became friends, but we didn't actually uh, consider one another as a relation, you know, romantic relationship for another three years.
3: Mm-hmm. That's How
2: it. How
1: cool. How sweet. Oh, I, like, oh. I like the way that uh, that all worked out in the end. So, um, Diane, you came up with the, the concept of quantum think in all of your studies in uh, quantum physics, in just science and spirituality, which is an amazing combination. Um, and then the two of you started in this business 22 years ago, why did you start the business together? And had either of you been entrepreneurs in the past together or separately?
2: What happened was when I met Alan, I was very interested in I was coming out of a corporate job and I went into what I call my accidental career as an independent uh, photographic artist, award winning, as I like to say. But anyway, so we were together and he was working for a consulting company and I felt he wasn't being treated that well. And I kept saying, but he used to get like 20 calls a day, literally people saying, Alan, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? So I thought, wow, he's like a natural coach. In the meantime, my dream was to create a television series that awakened consciousness as you watch. Something that, by the way, still is working on it, something entertaining, but it would, you know, people would wake up and realize, wait a minute, what's going on here on this planet? Let us get it together. So I was studying every every cutting edge modality, which I had been all my life because this was my life quest to have Humanity go from merely knowing the wisdom to actually living it, being the walking, talking embodiment. So, he, I said, Alan, you know, you could be coaching, you know, anybody, individuals, companies, senior corporate executives, and he was really, and 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 then he started and he was doing it. And he said to me one day, you know. Uh, I'm coaching, but I don't know that the coaching is going anywhere. Now, I had been already in corporate management for a Fortune 50 company for several years, seven years, actually. So I thought, oh, don't. And I I have this thing that I feel I have unlimited creativity. So I said, don't worry, Alan. I will cook you up something, a structure to coach in. So I started doing it. And we weren't really working together. In fact, in the beginning, he had another... uh, he had one or two other partners, but then all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, <laughs> this is my work. I thought I was like cooking him up a little program. And it was using the principles of quantum science, the insights that we know have shifted the whole way that we relate to reality today. You know, it's coming out in dribs and drabs, but we, you know, what I wanted to do was have it come out as, whoa, a whole system. So that's why I call it 21 distinctions and new thinking that are a system of thinking. And so I said to Alan, I'll do that. And, uh, and that's what happened. And then we separated ways with the other partners and Alan and I became partners in business. And then, well, well that's how we did it. And yeah. then you could say something about being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Does right?
3: that sort of answer the question there for you on that uh, one?
1: If you like, it does answer the question. I like, uh, I like the idea of the, uh, of the TV show that you're learning and you don't even realize you're learning it. It's, it's in my, you know, in, in my estimation, it's going to be like Sesame street for adults. You know, when we watch Sesame street, really when we watch Sesame street as kids or the electric company, but Sesame street is still going on and you're sitting, you know, your parents kind of ploppy you in front of it and you're sitting there going, Oh, this is, this is fun. And then the next thing you know, my Spanish was better than my Italian. And, you know, and, and we spoke Italian in my house. So that's pretty good. And, and yeah, I right. knew my numbers and my letters. And,
0: so it's not going to be like the Kardashians.
1: No, yeah. <sighs> no. But we learned so oh, okay. much from them. No, not
0: no, no, no. <laughs>
2: right but I love that Sesame Street. Uh, analogy, because now I'm going to go and watch Sesame Street again. But it really is like that, Catherine. Mm. It's like, that's it. It's Mm. that, oh, and all of a sudden you realize you have a whole new perspective on things and you're transcending your automatic way, you know, conditioned ways of thinking that you don't even know how they got there. As I say, 90 percent of the thoughts we have aren't even ours. They just visit from the surrounding thoughtosphere. But that's great. I love the way you said that. Well, thank uh, you. And,
3: yeah, and, and uh, well, in terms of being an entrepreneur, uh, I've been actually in that world of entrepreneurship for all my life, actually. Um, it's what got me to the United States in the first place, from England. You know, one day I just woke up in England, in London. I went to bed fine, everything was good, and then I woke up in the morning, and and uh, I was leaving for America. I mean, it was just like that. Um, and that entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, I've owned I own salons, hair salons, actually, in London and in Miami, many of them and trained and developed many hairdressers and managers in that business. Um, and, you know, and that's what I've done. So, you know, it's, I've always really worked for my, a couple of little breaks where I worked for other people, but it was small breaks. And, but for the most part, it's been more of, uh, you know, having an entrepreneurial view of, of life and of business.
1: When I think when you go and take those breaks, when you work for other people, you, you dive into it thinking it's a vacation. And then once you're in it, it's like a vacation in Detroit.
3: Again, well, just
1: actually, my perception.
3: Of well, no, Actually, not so. Not so. Um, I have, I, I'm not, I, I have had enjoyed everything that I've ever done and have enjoyed very, very much everywhere that I've worked, whether it was for myself or for somebody else. It was always an adventure. That's that's me. Um, it's always an adventure. New people, new experiences. I don't regret any of it. It was never Detroit for me.
1: No, I don't think we. I I don't think we should ever regret anything. And and if we're looking back into our past, you know, listeners, take a moment now. And and if you're looking at it with regret, don't look at it as a lesson. Look at it as you know an experience. Look at it as a rung in the ladder to get higher and. Better and to get where you are, but don't ever look at it uh, as an experience. So, tell us, um, division of labor: who does what, and how is that decided?
2: Division of labor. Well, what we, you know, it, it's interesting what you, what Ellen was just sharing, and you were sharing with each other about being an entrepreneur and giving good advice to your listeners there, Catherine. Because we, there's a distinction, you know, one of the principles in quantum think that's called the whole movement of purpose. And what it means is that when you make that leap from an industrial world view, which is universe as machine, to a quantum worldview, which is the holistic, you know, holographic, seeing things as integrated and whole systems interpenetrating one another, you see your life. I say it like this. Imagine your life is one whole story and like a well-written novel or screenplay, there's nothing in it that's left out and there's nothing in it that doesn't belong. And when you start to look at your life from the whole, what happens is even, even the, quote, worst things that happen, you see it. As the thing that gave you, you know, the big tap on the shoulder, you know, the, the, the two by four over the head or this simple tap on the shoulder and leads you to the next thing. So we spend a lot of time in our work distinguishing the patterns, being able to see the connections, connect the dots of your life. By looking at the patterns, what are you drawn to? What do people come to you for? We have these clues because we have a practice for each of the principles. So when Alan and I uh, get together, it's very clear First of all, we always start with the question with each other. What do you really want? What do you love to do? When you wake up in the morning, what do you want to be doing? How do you want to be spending your time? And so the division of labor becomes very natural to us. We even do it in our overall relationship. Okay, he doesn't like, you know, cleaning. <laughs> he likes cooking better than I do. You know, So we divide things up. You're in charge of cars. And then eventually. Uh, from time to time, we reassess and say, "Are our accountabilities still right? You're you're accountable for romance. I'm accountable for fun. Really, so in the division of labor in our business, it was very natural that I would develop the. You know, I created quantum thing system. I would develop the programs that deliver it. Alan is a master, master, master uh, coach, and he's a master quantum thing coach. And you know, a lot of people have called him a coach's coach. So that is going to come naturally to him. He loves selling. Um, I like marketing. So we just look at what do we love to do the most? And that's how we divide it up. And, And there is overlap because we discuss things. You know, when I was writing Do You Quantum Think, my book, I Alan read it to me about <laughs> no, I was I
3: was her main I read her book 15 I don't know if you've seen her book it's like got 380 pages in it. it's not a small book um and it took quite a bit of time and energy and tremendous focus to to you know to Vedayan to actually put that together uh, and I had read it you know over the years over 15 times and But I discovered along the way a talent that I had that I didn't even know that I had, and that was editing.
2: <laughs> right, he would help me to tighten it because I have to hear things <clears throat> to say, okay, if I fall asleep, right, you're watching Sesame Street. If it got <laughs> to a boring part, it's like, okay, I'm asleep. So what? Ha- that's how I did my book, mm-hmm. Is Alan would read it to me in that beautiful, resonant English accent. And I would, right, how lucky am I? And I would listen to it. And then if I started to go like, wait, I lost my interest, that cut? Or he would say, tighten this, tighten that. So... We work together that way. Also, when we're when we are um, doing our planning for our business and and recreating, you know, in evolving our vision for the business, we work a lot together on those things.
1: I think I think that's a beautiful thing. How, Alan, you you've been editing the book. First of all, it's hard to. Edit your, you know, the one you loves uh, work. Although Barry, you do it all the time um, with a
0: and, with a biting tone in my voice. With
1: a, and and large, I, there are words that I spell incorrectly all the time, and uh, yeah, so I have them all pasted up all I, over my I wall. Put one
0: word on an eight and a half by eleven paper, landscape, big letters.
1: <laughs> but I I think it's uh, it, but this is not about us. But I I, I think it's really great that um you you recognize and realize, because quantum physics is enormously fascinating. We've seen, you know, many of us have seen the movie, uh, What the Bleep Do You Know? Um, you know, people like uh, uh, Dr. Alan Wolfe and, you know, and, and on and on and on. And it's fascinating. And then it becomes like the boring science and you're sitting there like, oh now what are they talking about? This is way over my head. And that doesn't serve anyone when you're trying to bring them up to that quantum thinking. So kudos to you, Alan, for for going through the book and and making it something that that people can learn from elevate themselves without it going over their heads before they elevate themselves. And for
0: right. reading well, quantum- a 300-plus page book 15 times. That's true.
2: Okay, right. wait a minute. Disclaimer here. <laughs> what Quantum think is not about science. It's about how the discoveries of science have shaped the way we think in a very limited way from the 17th century science that said only matter is real, one-dimensional, step-by-step, how-to formulas and all that. And we're not in that world anymore, even though it's useful still in many areas. So what quantum think is having us use the new insights to be up to date, like how do you think for a 24-7, together 24-7, how do we think for a 24-7 world that's continuously accelerating, that we're in this huge transformational time for humanity That's shifting and changing. We never know what's going to happen on certainty on a daily basis. And how do you think for that world? How do you think beyond time? So it's not an explanation of scientific principles by any means. And I really, I love entertainment. So that was my thing is to make it entertaining. Exactly what you said, Catherine. It's, you know, oh, Sesame Street. I love that show. You know, and you're watching it, you're getting entertained. But it's not about, it's not that, you know, pedantic and this is how the science works, you know, because I couldn't deal with that myself. So right. I certainly wouldn't want to put that out to the world for right. anyone else.
3: And, and, and I think, and,
2: wait a minute, tell them how much you love reading my book. I, love it. I, read,
3: I read it now. I, read it now. Um, I I use it with my clients. I mean, we live, this is our life 24-7. We live from these principles. We, you know, we coach people we in these principles. <laughs> we consult from these principles, um, and it's uh, it's there for us all the time. So it's not uh, it's not a, a ponderous thing. It's it's very, uh, you know, it's it, it's it's a fun. I don't know if you had a chance to read any of it at all. Uh, we have not yet. No. Okay. We, we apologize. Well, if you, well, that's all right. You don't have to apologize. But We're I'm terrible saying. people. No, I would invite you to open, just open it up anywhere. Absolutely. You don't have to go from cover to cover here. It's like, you know, but just open it anywhere. Use it like an oracle, ask it a question and see what comes back at you. And you will be quite amazed. It's a a very exciting, fun, philosophical book, and it will wake you up every step of the way. Some amazing thought forms in it. Um, By
2: the way, it wakes you up to yourself. That's the idea, is that... All of us so, have this and, knowledge.
3: And I'll tell you, for the amount of times that I've read it, every time I read it and I open it up, I, when I read something, even something I'm very familiar with, because actually before Diane wrote this book, I used to lead, mostly me, Diane was part of it as well, but I, I led hundreds and hundreds of programs where we delivered one of these distinctions on a daily basis for 16 days consecutively. And 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 we and I was the one that was reading it from a script every single time we delivered the program. That's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. And I'll tell you, every time it was fresh to me. And it's, that's pretty amazing.
1: It's like peeling back the layers of an onion and, and the closer in you get, the more realizations you have.
2: Right. Totally. Because, you know, all of that, every bit of life, and this is quantum thinking, is that you know, the nature of reality is every minute is new, literally. And mm-hmm. this is really, you know, good, I think, for people in relationships, whether you're in business or, you know, you're in a married relationship, however you are, partnership, significant other, that we have, we, I hold it, I, as I say, I insist on a thing fresh every day, you know, where if you have an intent, to have your relationship be fresh and new every day. That is our intent in our relationship. It's not like we don't go, we don't have like, we're not like the big panacea, believe me. We far, have our issues. from it. <laughs> but you know, we can get, we can snap out of it, really. <laughs> Whereas a tennis coach of ours, mine used to say, Diane, don't have a mini depression after every point you mix. you know, next point. So we use that, you know, I have it in my book. Next point, by the way, Dr. Fred Allen Wolf wrote the foreword to my book and is a very good, dear friend of Alan's and mine. And I call him my mentor in quantum physics. He's a trip and he's entertaining. He's very and, entertaining. And, uh, I had he's the brilliant. opportunity you know? to meet him once. It was great. Yeah, isn't he? He's like one of the most brilliant minds on the planet. But anyway, so what you know is that keeping it fresh, keeping it fresh. By realizing that in every moment you have the opportunity to do that because the real nature of reality is that it's energy in flux, always shifting and changing, informed by the intelligence, and that we as human observers are the focal point of every moment, what we hold in mind, literally, we experience.
0: And I want to switch gears a little bit now, and I want to find out because our audience loves to know about how... How we all interact with each other on a daily basis, and it's not always roses. No, it's it's not always fun. Oh. So tell tell us what your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement was, and how you work through it.
1: Who's
3: uh, coming? I'll say that our biggest entrepreneurial disagreement.
1: Right. What's, what's the biggest thing in business that you guys have fought about? The biggest disagreement that you, I shouldn't even say fought, but uh, wh- where, where is there a little bit of friction? Our listeners want to hear how you get through it. How, yeah. You know, does it flow into the, to the home life? Does it not flow into the home life? How do you prevent that? That's what our I, listeners want to know.
3: Okay. Well, you know, the the thing is, I, I think the place where Diana and I are quite competitive, um, you know,
2: and, and yet we have,
3: you know, we do have our own unique ways of doing things. Diane is a, you know, sees the whole thing. She's really an amazing thinker. She can see, she can see how anything can work. She can see all the pieces. So she's got this really big picture and she sees how all these everything that's, in, that's involved fits together. I am not that way. I'm much more laser like thinker. And and, leave, and linear as well, for that matter. I see like a straight line, but I can see it like a laser beam. I can get right to the source of something really quickly and very clearly. And so I would say that the thing that we've had the most challenging times with is our competitiveness when we're working with a client, uh, particularly in our programs where she'd want to talk. I'd want to talk. She'd want to talk. I'd want to talk. We're even doing it here with you, actually. So that's what goes on. And but how we get through it (coughs) is we use quantum think. Um, There are a number of distinctions that one of them, which is a very, very powerful distinction, which is called success to mastery. How do one move from success to mastery? And, And each distinction has a recreation. The recreation for that distinction is listening from not knowing. And which is something that, you know, if you're a quantum thinker, you can do quite easily, but you can only do it consciously because how do you listen from not knowing to somebody you're incredibly familiar with, like your husband or your wife, right? So it doesn't, that does not come automatically. It doesn't come naturally to do that. You have to consciously choose to listen from not knowing. And that's what we do when we get in there, we stop when we see it happening and one points the, out to the other, We will listen immediately from not knowing, sit back. And there's other distinctions, and Diane can talk more about those. But, you know, we use quantum think to get ourselves out of it instantaneously. And, uh, you know, and that's, I would say, that's where our challenge is, is the competitiveness.
0: So you guys are actually the living embodiment of quantum think. You don't just talk about it, write about it, coach about it. You Uh, live it. Absolutely.
2: We have to. I mean...
0: Well, it's bad for business otherwise.
2: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Well, it's not, a, and it's again, it's not that you're going, and that distinction is perfect, really success to mastery, because that's one of Alan's favorite, but because six, even your successes can limit you if it becomes a formula that isn't going to work now and what's best for all. So there's different practices for different distinctions, transformation as distinct from change. Where you want to go beyond the current form and you, we, we go in the question, how can we have this work for everyone? Now, this is really important for anybody working together is because from a quantum perspective, we exist in fields and the fields are invisible. And so, but they're relational fields. And so what happens you think like, where does this gene, you know, like somebody has a solution and all of a sudden this genius thing comes up, like, where did that come from? Because we're surrounded by this quote, mind field, M-I-N-D. And when we're in a conversation together, we're sharing in that, we're actually tapping into that using our intent, our intuition, what I call the faculties of mind, but what, so what happens is when you listen from, not that, when you say, how can we have this work for everyone? It could be like, what movie are we going to? What restaurant are we going to? Say so what, like, I want to go to, Alan wants to go to an Asian restaurant. I said, no, I don't feel like having that tonight. I want to go to an Italian. No, I don't feel like having that. And then we look at how can we have this work for everyone? It's an infinite possibility universe. We can always come up with something, and I'm using that, which is, by the way, real, we all know. But even in a business situation where how can we have this work, where we're not at odds, we're not in the either or my way or your way or the highway, we're in, okay, let's think of another possibility where we are both happy. Where, Or if we're working with other people, we outsource a lot and we have colleagues and things. How can we have it work for everyone? And there's always another solution to come up, bubble up from the quantum foam, as they say.
0: Pizza egg rolls. (laughs) <laughs> I'm yes. just saying, Italian and, and Chinese mixed together sounds good to me. <laughs> so, so let's look at the flip side. <laughs> Since we went through the the uh, disagreements and how you get through it, what are some of the joys that you guys have experienced or are experiencing? Are experiencing being together twenty four seven? I will get my words out, Catherine.
3: Oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, well, we. I think one of the greatest joys. Well, we have them all the time, obviously, because of where we live and what we do. We're working together. We're, you know, we have a very like creative life and you know, we do good things. So but I think one of the greatest joys, like on a daily basis, that is I make the breakfast every morning. And and I really get tremendous joy from doing that. I mean, it's not like I get it from other meals that I might prepare or not. It's just that there's something about getting the day started. And getting us started, and you know, Diane and I just connecting in to do that. That is a very that's a great joy that we get on a daily basis. Other joys that we have, we're both on the board of something called, which here is called the South Beach Chamber Ensemble, that plays, um, you know, classical music, chamber music in, uh, in beautiful spaces, in people's homes, and in uh, in different uh, different. Uh, Community events around the city and we're very much a part of that and so we always have an opportunity to sit in and to be part of this fantastic music of these magnificent musicians that they we're play we're
2: also shaping with our ideas but i yep. want to say something about this because you said it to me the other day when we were thinking about being on the show with uh-huh. barry and Catherine. Oh, yeah, what i say that because you said what you love is like when, well, first of all, we love hearing the results of our clients. Oh,
3: right, right, right. And
2: then a lot of people write to us. Right. We get, you know, quite a few. Uh, some people, whether they're writing to Alan and saying, wow, this really made a difference, you know, your coaching, or whether they're writing to me, I read your book, I heard you on a show, and I like searched for you all over, I've listened to. It. But it's not about like me, 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 I, I, I. It's that we know that together, even when, you know, Alan and I are not agreeing on every single thing and we really have to work our way through that angst of that. But in the end, that for whatever reason that we're grateful and truly blessed that this comes through us and that we're we we're such a compliment to one another. As he said, he's the, I'm the big picture of you. He's the, you know, what, what are you going to, I always say, I see what you're going to do, you know, in your next 10 years, he sees, what are you doing in the next hour? And somehow when we're, you know, working with our clients, that, Meshes, it comes together, and it's like a beautiful fusion, and just the joy of of doing that, and the joy of being together. We love being together, and you know, the I'd love to know from you because a lot of people say, "Oh, twenty four 7 you know, "Oh, you're joined at the hip twenty four 7 or they say, "What are you doing?" We have a sacred day that we choose for ourselves on Saturday. It has nothing to do with religion. It's just that we said, that's it, Saturdays, we're not working, we're playing tennis, we're going out to lunch, we're doing whatever we do, and we're just hanging out together. And, you know, sometimes we go out with others, try not to. But anyway, it's like, you know, holding that time together. And people say, well, why do you have, have want to do something Saturday? And i like, no, that's my time with Alan. They go, what? You're together 24-7. And I say, <laughs> we're in the same vicinity, but we're not really, because I'm doing what I do for the business. He's doing what he does. One of the joys is we do get to have practically all of our meals together. And yet that really quality time as a couple, just being together, that's not going on when you're in business together 24 seven, because you're doing, you know, you're part of the business. So do you have that too?
1: We do. We do. People are like, well, you know, don't you want to go vacation separately or do something separately? No. No, no, because, yeah, you're right. It's business. Like, I I don't know. I guess you would say, you know, it's different when you're working in an office and you're hanging out and working with people in the office. But then, you know, why do you want to go out with them for a drink afterwards? Because it's a different feeling, because it's a different interaction. It's the same for us. It's right. a different right. interaction, right? right.
3: And so, yeah, one has one is obviously surrounded by a bunch of responsibility, and the other one has very limited responsibility. Absolutely, and, you know, it's, and it's good to have a time when you don't have any responsibilities. At I, least I, for me, I
2: like to say, <laughs> "We're like to, passing through the house. Go, <laughs> Let's get a hug in." <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, let, let me ask you this: aside from your own book, which I know is always on the nightstand, what? business books can you recommend for our listener? Listeners, we have more than one. We do,
1: thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. My
2: thank mother
0: goodness. and my father. Yes,
1: it's, it's <laughs> mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, thank goodness for them. Uh, I just started reading The Power of Broke by Damon John. Do you know who that is? Oh yes,
1: yes Damon sure. John, for those who don't know, he is one of the sharks and creator of FUBU, For You, By You clothing line.
2: He is and he's on Shark Tank and he, you know I had it's a little bit it, not a little it's a little bit special for me because a few years ago we live in the Miami area uh someone was producing an event and they were doing um Inspiration in Miami Awards and they gave it to several people and it was the African-American community mostly. And they gave one of the awards to Damon John. And the guy who was doing it, he loved, he's a quantum thinker. and He said, I want you to be the the uh the the host the inter do the interviews i was like really i'm usually getting interviewed why don't you get like channel 10 you know <clears throat> they said no we must have a go on thinker this is a ju- i'm giving verbatim it's not an exaggeration and so i thought okay i had like one day to prepare and uh i did get to interview him and he's just you know he I just started reading the book and it really is all about, as he says, the two key buzzwords, transparency and authenticity. And he really is that. And even though he has become, you know, so successful and well deserved he is really a man of pure heart and soul. And he's, he, I just really enjoyed meeting him. So now I'm reading this book and it's, it's great. It's called The Power of Broke, which is the, you know, the point of it is that when, you know, maybe you don't have all the money in the world to start your business, but he's saying you need that power of broke, of being hungry, of having a passion for what you do, of saying that I'm going to do this no matter what. And, you know, it's very inspirational, so that's my book at the moment and
0: and we've seen that a number of times also if you don't have the passion in your business it's kind of like yeah maybe i'll do it today maybe i won't do it today no big deal But if you got the passion you're going to live it every day all day so so that that is great now if you can give our listeners one piece of advice what would it be
3: well i (coughs) i would say that um in terms of, of being in business with somebody else, like a partner, and it's, it's not only just in business, but it's also husband and wife, like a relationship or anything where there's two people that are, or more potentially, but, but two for sure. Um, I think that the, the thing that I would say is a trap that people can fall into is taking ownership of what they do. And of course, in corporations, this happens. That's why you get the silo effect. Um, but so I've discovered that each one of us—and this is the way that Diane and I operate—and we operate it both from our business and from our personal lives and our, you know, our personal relationship—is that each one of us owns the relationship and everything we're doing 100%. It's not like I own my 50 and she owns her 50. I own 100 of it working and she owns 100 of it working. There's no parts here. We owned, each one of us owns the whole thing 100%. And that way we're covered. And that would be my advice to anybody that was thinking of going into business, or or just thinking about getting married. Actually,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good good married. That whole fifty fifty thing really doesn't, because you're only giving fifty percent. Yes, we'll right. split everything fifty fifty. Well, that means you're only giving me fifty
3: percent. Well, that's
0: technically, fine. you have fifty one percent.
3: I do have fifty one percent, but that that's, whole that's only a name business thing. That's a name right. only, and 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 also, you know, like if I'm doing, if I if we're operating from fifty fifty. It doesn't mean that everything is being taken care of because you don't know for sure that it is. But if everybody, if each person has the has a commitment to the hundred percent, then it's covered. And we are. That's the way we function. We function from uh, it's not my this is my job. That's your job. I own the whole thing, even though I might not be doing the whole thing. I own the whole thing. Diane is the same way. And that's how we live our lives.
1: That good old responsibility.
0: That's brilliant. And you'll know why I said that in a few
1: minutes. Yeah, I'll know why you said that in a few minutes. I'm I'm afraid now. I'm afraid. So we've talked about business. We've talked about family. Let's talk about fun a little bit. What is your favorite meal to cook together? Or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant?
2: Well, let me answer that. Well, Alan just spoke about we like we love cooking breakfast, especially as he does it. I'm just the (laughs) soup. I put the butter on the toast. (laughs) But anyway, we do. We don't cook a lot at home because we we are always home. So we like going out and we, you know, we live in a place where there are a lot of great chefs all over this town and if people know about south beach and miami beach you know we live just 15 minutes away from there so there's a lot going on here and we like to go out and and every single one of the restaurants that we go to there's something that happens is that we develop there's a special dish so we couldn't really say one so each restaurant we have What's the dish we like in that restaurant? And so it gets to the point where we go in the restaurant and the servers or the owner come up and they go, we know Shrimp Wendy, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and then occasionally we'll surprise them. They already know what we want when we get there, but maybe that's a little boring. But
0: (laughs) I find it convenient.
2: I
1: find it convenient. but, But you guys did establish before, you're right, Diane, that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, not just because... It's the most important meal of the day physically, but you two seem to get a lot done out of breakfast.
2: We do. We do we do. We do. And you know, we do we start to discuss what are we going to do? I always say to Alan, what's your schedule? English-style speaking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't say that because then it so just comes out. Sh- sh- sh-
2: sh- <laughs> and, you know, we d- discuss that or what we're doing that day and just, you know, working things out and discussing. We love to get we, – we often discuss uh, over breakfast also what is going on in the world, current events, uh, politics, just anything, you know he, Alan's a big news hound. I like to look, I like to tune into the politics. And so we have, that's why I call it our morning debate, but it's really fun because again, it keeps us fresh in our relationship because we never know what the other one is going to say. And we don't always agree, especially in those areas, social and political issues. We, we have the same intent for it to work for everyone, but we, how we get there is different. And so that's what makes, that's what makes it fun.
1: That's what makes it fun. And the last question, red, white or beer?
3: Vodka. Vodka. Vodka.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and uh and and listen to our sponsors and thank them for sponsoring us and then we'll get back with the pet peeve of the day. Hey everybody, we know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24/7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together.
0: Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code Together247 to get an additional twenty five percent off at HostGator.com. And we're back. So we have two pet peeves today, Katherine. Yep. It's gonna be interesting. So so let's go ahead and and,
1: and they're and they're about each other. I and, know. and I can feel Diane's pain. I know but I, 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 I want to hear pain.
3: Alan first. Okay, though.
1: yeah, let's hear Alan first. Alan, go ahead. What's your pet okay. peeve? Okay.
3: My pet peeve with Diane, it's uh is driving. When I'm driving and I get in the car, and we have a thing here where I drive where we're going, and she drives back because we both like to drive. and so when I get in the car, I can literally I can't go 20 feet before Diane is giving me an instruction, and watch out for this and watch out for that, and you know, be careful there. Did you see that? Did you see that? Look at that, He's got his brake lights on. It's okay, like never we got the
2: picture. <laughs> it's
3: never ending, and it is uh, it is definitely. My pet peeve. That's the big one for me.
0: You know, the way to to avoid that, Alan, is just let Diane drive everywhere and you just
3: nap.
2: I 100% agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Barry. I often make that suggestion.
1: Situation solved. And Diane, what is your pet peeve?
2: My pet peeve, which I know, Barry, you were referring to before when you said, oh, that was brilliant, Alan, is that... I will, we all, we have this sort of, it's not really a joke, but it's sort of like an amusement in our relationship, you know, part of like who we are authentically within ourselves. I open and he closes. So it's, I will open up in a, you know, client workshop or whatever. We could be out to dinner with friends and I'm, you know, people want to know what is quantum thinking and I go into the whole spiel or, or I'm trying, I'm distinguishing something for someone. And then I've been talking, you know, 15 minutes opening the whole thing up. And then at the end, Alan will say one sentence and they'll say, that was brilliant, Alan. And I'll say, sure. I just did the whole setup. <laughs> I created the whole context. I worked my passion out into this conversation they go oh that was brilliant alan so that is what we're talking about but we i'm able to laugh at it now and i probably should stop stop saying it right what you focus on expands from expands you right well,
1: exactly I, I i feel your pain because uh, i'll i'll deal with clients and uh and we also have a software company and so i do a lot of the training and uh and, and a lot, I do a lot of the sales and a lot of the training for the software and Barry does the more technical stuff. We've had customers, potential customers, people who just call up for a little bit of information. And after spending whatever amount of time on the phone I spend with them, certainly more time than Barry's ever spent with them, the the goodbyes, okay, bye. I'll, you know, follow up with you, whatever. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. And then, oh, Say hi to Barry for me. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> really? What about me? Like when you see Barry, do you say, say hi to Catherine for me? Because oh, no. he comes home and I don't hear these say <laughs> hi to
2: Catherine.
1: Say no. hi- I,
0: it's because I'm wonderful.
1: Say hi to Barry for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I completely get it. See it's that?
1: Just... <laughs> see that?
2: I, I really do.
1: So... um our, read- our readers, our listeners can reach you, uh, diannecollins.com, quantumthink.com. You have uh, Instagram, Facebook. All of this information, for those of you who are driving, don't don't start writing and driving. All of this information will be on the show notes page so you guys can get in touch with Diane and Alan, learn more about Quantum Think, learn more how you can get to the next level of just your life.
0: And everybody, make sure you send an email to Diane. And let her know how wonderful Alan is.
1: <laughs> that was mean. That was so
2: mean. That was really mean, Barry. <laughs> you know, I, took, I, you like know I call Alan Mean Boy, and now I'm adding you into his. <laughs> into club. the Mean Boy. <laughs> then
0: I'm in great company. It's the
2: mean Boy Club, Barry. I heard you on other shows. I <laughs> like it. You're a Mean Boy. That's I like it. it. That's <laughs> it. So, anyway, um, guys, you thank you.
1: Diane, thank you. Alan, thank you so much for being on the show. We loved having you. Thanks. We'll Thanks. see everybody Happy next Valentine. time. Happy Valentine's. Happy
2: yeah. Valentine's. You too, guys. Take That's care fine. and we'll yes. see everybody Order next Max.
0: time. Bye-bye. That's love. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly together at together247.net.
1: Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas